Baby No! Hey, the Nats did just win the World Series. It's fitting. Oh, that's like their theme song. One of their players used that as a walk-up song. Baby Shark? The whole season, yeah, because his kid likes it. So he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, good for him. That's cool. And then now it's like everywhere, obviously in the world, but in Washington, like everybody plays it. (laughs) Makes sense. Well, no baby sharks on this show. What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. My name is Luke. Mr. Tyler is here. I'm back, I guess, since I missed the Watchmen thing. Yeah. And uh, to the right, the beautiful Brett Eitzen, as always. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, dog? (laughs) Welcome back to 1997. What's up, dog? What's up? Well, Tyler, we're glad to have you back. Thanks, man. I was bummed I missed because I was excited, but... We'll talk... You're going to be on this week's episode. I will be on this one, yeah. So we're going to talk about episode three. I should be on all of them moving forward. Right, right. Barring I die from whatever ails me. Mm, don't do that. Yeah, I'll try not to. Okay. I'll do my best. That's good. I'm going to yeah. hold you to that. What's up, Leroy, in the chat? Hey. He's watching us and the Cowboys at the same time. Gross. I forgot the Cowboys were playing. <laughs> um, that's not a dig against the Cowboys. I Look. just, I literally, like five minutes ago, thought... I wonder who's playing for Monday Night Football tonight. Look, Cowboys, man. Giants, I think. Leroy, I, I, I love you to death, and I appreciate all your support. <laughs> but I hate the Cowboys, man. I really do. As a Redskins fan, I I just can't do it. But but I appreciate you supporting us, and I'm glad you like the Cowboys. I guess. <laughs> oh God. I'm not hating on you specifically, just Dallas. Just Dallas. <clears throat> Anyway, I am trying not to fall asleep over well, here. Talk a little bit. What'd you do this week? Or fall asleep. That would be hilarious. Well, <laughs> <laughs> dude, if you were narcoleptic, oh my gosh. Best <clears throat> podcast. You'd be ever. the best podcast host ever, dude. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just do a solo pod and then maybe you'll <laughs> fall asleep. Just leave the whole like, Yeah, and I was out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Like 15 minutes later, it's just you. You wake up and like, you're like, just yeah. And on. then we started the campfire and it was crazy. <laughs> it's a surprise. Like it turns into an ASMR at some point. Yeah. You don't know when. Oh no! I swear. <laughs> Leroy says you're always tired. That's you should get the post. Recently, tattoo. I do feel like that's been true. You have been. I've been tired recently. I feel like you should get the always tired tattoo. No, like I'm never gonna get a face tattoo. <laughs> Unless somebody gives me a billion dollars. I do it for a million. <laughs> well, that was easy. Talk himself out. Maybe a hundred. A lot of money. Say, just right? Maybe a hundred thousand. I have low standards, whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I did it a little more. I'm kind of working back to my usual ways of doing too much. Um, nice. Halloween night, least favorite holiday. Um, Jack Ryan season two came out. That's right. So I watched the whole thing Thursday night. Man, I got two trick or treaters for Halloween. <laughs> two groups. One kid, I was like, take as much as you want. The kid took one piece of candy. <laughs> he knew his he knew his parents were like watching. Like, it was like a little dare. girl. She was dressed as a zombie pirate. It was awesome. And I was oh. like, take as much as you want. And she's like, okay. Took one Twix. Thanks. Full sprint off my front porch. I'm like, okay, bye. Hey, I don't blame her. Trick or treating is kind of scary. Yeah. Maybe that group, was just for me. I was. I thought it was kind of scary. The other group, I was like. Take as much as you want. And the kid was like, a handful? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And he was like. <laughs> I wish he would have just like Thanks. taken the bowl out of your hand. 
That would have been awesome. <laughs> I would have committed that kid for paying attention. <laughs> two two weeks later, he brings back the bowl. Thanks for all the candy, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you're good. Um, yeah, I watched I watched all of season two in one night. So I'm back to my normal binging ways. Um, really enjoyed season one. It was really good. Season two like blows it out of the water. It was it was so good. <laughs> That's great to hear because I was a little lukewarm on season one. I thought, mm-hmm. hey, this is like a fun new show. It's, with... a fun, it's a fun military show, yeah. Right, like, right. And but they didn't bring anything special, so it sounds like maybe I need to check out season two. Like in season one, there's that random drone pilot episode. Mm-hmm. It's like doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah, yeah. This this one doesn't have stuff like that. It's it's it's, it's super tight. It's real tight. It nice. moves along real nicely. It's got really good action. Um, all the acting is really good. John Krasinski crushes it like usual. Um, Numi Rapace is in it. I did not know this, but the dude from the Bud Light commercials is in it, and he is awesome. And the storyline with his characters yeah. was one of my favorite parts. Um, but just just so good. It's more of a personal story this season instead of just doing military stuff. Yeah, it's like feels like the characters were actually cared because of kind of what happens in the first episode um i really recommend people to watch that show it's it's really really good amazon prime um the other thing that i did was i was kind of sad i was the only person that was able to get to it this weekend but i I went and saw the new terminator dark fate um there's been a lot of questions about this one like going in like is it needed is it worth it is it good it's good <laughs> like and it really sucks because nobody went to go see it this weekend how did it do box office wise terrible i think it got 30 Oof. rounding up which is not good because for some reason for some reason they gave this movie a 195 million dollar budget or something well, i know why they did it but I don't. It's a rated R movie. <laughs> it's James Cameron. It's not James Cameron though. It's he's produced produ- by yeah, James Cameron. He's producing Cameron, it. They did, they did the days, same thing with Alita. People are smart enough to know that produced is not directed by. Yeah. Produced <clears throat> is a sign off. Except for the people who approve the budgets, apparently. Steven, There's some money. There's some money involved. Steven Spielberg is a producer of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Like Steven Spielberg is a great director, but not those movies. No. Hmm. <laughs> mm. 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 but it's it's a great action movie it's a lot of fun the cast is really good freaking linda linda hamilton crushed it really like, she yeah. goes back into her role so well like just straight back in she's super badass which is super awesome um the new terminator <laughs> is really cool too yeah um how it's like two but it's also really annoying because they do not lay off that. Yeah. Just constant goop effect. That's where that the 160 of that 190 million yeah, is right there. <laughs> Actually, there's something that I can't I won't talk about that I think a lot of the budget went into. Yeah. Cuz it lo- it looked incredible. Oh. And All right. Like and you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it. Yeah. Um great scene too. Um, let's see, where am I at here? A lot of times in these action movies, like, feels like the action just kind of goes on, but it, it felt like, 
it felt linear. Like the action where it went made sense mm-hmm. instead of like we need an action scene here. Like it, it seemed like, yeah, this is what would happen. They yeah. would fight here. They would meet up here. There's a there, one of my favorite <laughs> lines actually is after the first fight scene. Mackenzie Davis saves the girl and her brother, and she's like, "If you don't defeat the term, the Rev Nine in the first couple minutes, you're dead." Like, so like it's she's, gonna beat you. She's starting to like lose power. Oh, um, she she's human. It's in the trailer, unfortunately, but um, like she starts. She kind of has this weakness mm-hmm. with the ability she has, um, which is, I think, used really well. Um, but yeah, the Koopa effect was super annoying because every time the Terminator gets punched, it's got to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this happened in 1991. We've seen this. Right. Thank you. And it looked just as good back then. Some of this, some of the CG is so unnecessary and doesn't look that good. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Like the plane sequence in the trailer. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's a good action scene. But you you can tell you could use some more dollars. It's and it, it's like green screen only, oh, no. and you can tell <laughs> like just enough that it's like, oh man, come on, this was not necessary. Yeah. Like like back in the day, T two, even Terminator three, he used to drive trucks through buildings. Now we're just in a studio which is just unfortunate but um i'd give that a fanboy worthy all right um does it heavy towards terminator fans okay i think you'll really like it if you want to watch a fun action movie and have a great time in the theater this is one to go check out nice does it feel more like all of these terminator like a reboot cool right absolutely it definitely is okay to in a good way. I'm I'm excited. I hope they can keep making them. Yeah. Because I was Cameron I was, needs Avatar to hit huge so he can pay for all of his other Uh-oh. Projects. That's all I can say about that. Um I was really surprised with the direction they took it. Yeah. Like most people are like like Star Wars they're like we really need to embrace what came before. Right. Terminator's like future is always changing and it's different like straight away it's different hey i appreciate it and it was it was nice to them not just be like oh let's see well people really really like arnold's terminator so we'll just make him the bad guy in this one again that's not what they do yeah oh people really like the idea of skynet that's not what they do um it's it's really good i i encourage people to go check it out Sounds good. Real quick in the chat, LM Drums asks, "When is Alita: Battle Angel 2? Oh, I did that. I did the raise hands emoji for the people listening. Hopefully, Luke and I. I don't know about. I don't remember where you fell on this. Luke and I both really want a sequel to this movie. He hasn't seen it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Just getting your cool. Per usual. <laughs> I mean. Honestly, I really have my doubts because it no. didn't make a whole lot. It did better internationally than it domestically, but hey, you know maybe what maybe they'll do, two years, a little bit smaller budget, a little more focused story. Give us something that's real tight, not so like I get that it's like intergalactic war <laughs> type thing. I get thing. that it's big. It's a big story, <clears throat> but 
Just you're, make the second I don't one more think I, I think you're, I, I think you're going to lose more money if you try and do a not, huge... Not everybody needs a robot arm. Right. Yeah. Like I people do. in the background with robot arms. It's just not necessary. Sa- I'll take save that budget. Though. I want yeah. one. Not one that they have. They're not... They're not very functional. <laughs> they're kind of bulky and looks like it would be worse off. They're not like Alita's oh, okay. body. It's like it's like a brick hinge brick. So it's like that's all you can do with it. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed that I we get an Alita sequel. A, Alita. And it sounds like maybe a Terminator sequel. Alita's still I need to, I need to in my top it. ten for this year. Yeah. It is. That's right. That came out this year. Oh my gosh. Guys, like, we've seen I know too, what else came too out many this movies year? this year. Men in Black. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. In Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Tyler, what'd you do this week? Luke, was that all? You got anything else? I uh, watched Watchmen. Really liked it. Yeah, we'll talk more about that. I've been playing a lot show. of Outer Worlds. That game gets yeah. better and better and better and better as you play it. Oh my gosh, I had to kill like an entire city and I felt really bad. Good job. But in that game, it's one of those games where you make a decision you kind of have to live with what happens. And I love it. That it is in contention for Game of the Year against Control. Nice. It's real close. Good, dude. That's exciting to hear. I'm, I, I was kind of telling Luke uh, over the weekend or earlier today or something, I'm looking at Outer Worlds for Black Friday, I think. going to see if I can't yeah. find it on the low. Um, on the low. So I first want to start <laughs> by saying I apologize for the coughing. Uh, I'm pretty sick. And so if you hear me coughing, just... Just be angry with me. I, <laughs> I didn't want to miss, and so, we didn't want you to miss either. Yeah, so I apologize we'll put in up advance. With your coughing. I will do my best to not cough into the microphone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I also watched Watchmen. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Um, I also really liked it. We'll talk more about that in our TV talk episode. Yeah, that'll be out later this week. Um, I started the Modern Warfare campaign. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you'd only play. <clears throat> I had only played multiplayer, which I'm one level away from level capping and seeing what this new thing without prestiging is all oh, about. Oh nice. So I'm, I'm really hoping. I was really hoping to be able to talk about that tonight, but I wasn't able to get there. Um, but no, I I started the campaign. Uh, it's directed like a movie, mm-hmm. um, like a blockbuster movie, but it's it's not bad. Um, it's very. They definitely go for like. The whole, like, this sucks thing, if that makes sense. Like, this visceral, real, like, mass shooting thing. They really try to, like, hammer that home, which is kind of... It's almost, like, too self-aware, I think. Like, they're like, yeah, this is the climate we're in. Like, yeah, we get it, and we deal with it enough, but I don't necessarily play video games to remind myself that. Right. Um, <clears throat> but when they do it, it's effective, and it fits the story that they're going for. Um, it does seem interesting that they're like, oh, yeah, mass shootings, all this stuff. Here, take this gun and go shoot a bunch of people in right. their game. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> but, but what I will say is, like, they do a, <clears throat> like, it's really, like, it's really visceral. Like, that's the word I always come back to is, yeah. like, it feels very real, mm-hmm. which usually when I play Call of Duty, I don't feel that way. Yeah. But, like, I did a mission this weekend where I went into this townhome like a townhome like envision the townhouses in college and you climb up this ladder and you go in through the kitchen and you walk to their stairwell and you're just going up the stairs and you're clearing each floor and it's nighttime so you have your night vision on and like dudes are hiding you open a door and you like peek the door and 
you have to kill all the people in the room but not shoot the hostages. If you shoot a hostage, you, you lose. Like, the mission fails. And, oh, wow. Like, it's just, like, one dude, you, he peeks out and he sees you and he jumps down on the ground. He ends up, he's under the bed and he's, like, shooting you from under the bed. It's just, the AI are pretty smart. Yeah. So, I, I think, you know, it's pretty cool how they've done it and I think it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't beat it, so I can't really speak to the whole story, but... For what I've played, it's pretty good. I had to make a decision to, at least it felt like it was a decision. There was a button that I could press to open the store to save a kid and his dad or and let the whole bad guy thing enter the room I was in or the building we were in or let them die. Oh. And I won't tell you guys what I did, but it was kind of crazy like that decisions like that exist. And yeah, I think their goal is to be like, yeah, this is what war is like, but... Well, and the decisions have consequences, yeah. right? Like, I think so many times we play through these kinds of games and we, you know, it's all, like, you don't see the consequences of, because, because typically civilians are just removed from the picture entirely. Yeah. And to offer that choice and then show the consequences of that choice. Yeah. That's that's pretty powerful. I It reminds me... Uh, at least what I'm getting, the vibes I'm getting are that it it feels a little more like a game that came out like for the 360 PS3 generation called Spec Ops: The Line, mm-hmm. which was a very deep dive into. I mean, it was more into like PTSD and and that kind of stuff. But that idea that war is not always pretty and fun and mm-hmm. and yeah. it, games don't typically embrace that yeah that's not the story that most games want to tell but yeah, yeah no I, I i think you're right they want you to feel macho and i don't think that that this, that's what this game is going for um there's a, a moment early on where you first get to meet captain price again which everybody knows who captain price is and you you basically there's a, a hostage who's put a bomb vest on and your guy you and captain price run in and you're like can you defuse it and your guy's like no i can't like i don't i don't know what to do and Captain Price like is looking at the timer. He's like, "There's no time." Puts a bag on the dude's head and flips him over the rail and lets him blow up. And you're just like, "That's probably like a real decision that somebody would have yeah. to make." Like, because there's 50 hostages in the room with you. Yeah. Do you save the 50 or do you try to defuse hope the... you can defuse a bomb in the next 20 seconds? And it's like that. I mean, I know that's it's over the top, but it's you know they're trying to hammer home a point. So right. Um, it's certainly interesting. I don't know what I'd rate it yet. Early on, I I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Cool. Um, it's nice to have campaign back. Yeah. So, um, I also played Plants vs Zombies: Battle for Neighborville with Dana this weekend. Uh, we did some of the PVE area stuff, um, some of the quests and things of that nature. It's kind of trending towards looter shooter, which yeah. I think is kind of cool. All right. You know, it's a more entry level looter shooter kind of game that Dana can play, which is really nice because she won't play anything else like yeah. that. So um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to doing more of that. I also watched Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix this Ooh. week. Um, Good one. Throwback. Yeah. So my brother is watching the Harry Potter movies for the first time. Oh, nice. Um, which is kind of cool to, to see somebody who's never read the books, who's never seen the movies, to see him go through that as like, it's kind of cool to see that those movies still hold up. Yeah. Like, for someone who has no prior interest at all in it. Even the first <laughs> two hold up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is surprising, like, with kid actors who aren't really even that good the in the movie. The second one is one of my favorites. Yeah, the second one's really good. I don't know. Maybe I think cause... the only one that is, like, 
is the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. still good. So young. It's still good. So yeah. young. Yeah. It's I, also uh, like two hours and 50 minutes long. It's, <laughs> it's just kind of cool to see it though. Like I think it's a testament to how good those movies and that story is. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's just cool to see him fall in love with that world. You know, like we were, I believe all of us are pretty big Harry Potter fans. Like I know yeah. you are. Yeah. We're all Potter heads. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so like, it's just a lot of fun to watch him kind of dive into that world and like he wants to watch two or three of them a night and I'm like, dude, I can't do that. And like, I have to work. Pace yourself. <laughs> but no, uh, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch six this week at some point, I'm sure. Um, and I'm excited for him to watch six because I think that's a pretty heavy one. Yeah, so, it is. It'll be fun. But uh, Order of the Phoenix is not my favorite movie, but I do enjoy it. And then I finished another book uh, called The Quarterback Whisperer by Bruce Arians, uh, head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Most people know him famously for being the Arizona Cardinals head coach. Uh, I learned a lot. It was really good. I think it's like one of two, maybe three books I've given five stars this year. Oh, dang. Um, I read it in like four sittings. It's good. I love football, so it's always nice to read and hear new things and the way people do. The way people coach It's interesting to me. and He had some pretty interesting things to say about Ben Roethlisberger and his history. So it's cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's pretty much all I did. Nice. Fun fact, Bruce Arians greenlit the drafting of Peyton Manning over Ryan Leaf, and he greenlit the drafting of Andrew Luck over Robert Griffin. Oh. thought that was pretty interesting. This is interesting. Got, got it right both times. Uh, well, I had a very busy weekend. Not as, I didn't do as much <coughs> nerd stuff. Uh, but my sister got married, so I want to just real quick shout out. Congrats to Brooke and Danny. Had a great weekend celebrating with them. Good job. You did it. <laughs> you. Sorry, I'm married tired. life. Yeah. I yep. did not sound very enthusiastic. It's on okay. That. It's all good. I did the golf clap. Um, Mine just sounded sarcastic and sad. So the other. <laughs> really, the only other thing I did this week was my Apple Arcade review you know game reviews you did three right i did two you said two i said three <clears throat> then I, I actually i actually said two okay thank goodness i thought maybe i just missed it mm-hmm. um so i reviewed i played two games one's called stella stella, stella is a stella Artois. complete ripoff of journey from the ps3 yeah ps3 era of games Journey was great. It was a little like you just kind of walking sim, but very beautiful and a th- like a theory, like ethereal. And there was some like seamless co-op experience in there. Very similar, um, but I-, I just don't think that kind of game works that well on mobile because all it is is like you have to hold your finger over here, and then you have to like like yeah. flick to jump. And then all of a sudden a notification pops in your face because it's a someone texted you yeah. and it's a cell phone, right? <clears throat> and you you just lose that immersion. I really think it only works when you're kind of immer like immersed in that world. Um so it's 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 probably a straight to streaming. It's free with Apple Arcade, so you know. <laughs> so it's five bucks a month? It's it's not, but everything else around it is. <laughs> 
Uh, the other game I played was called Speed Demons. Uh, that was weird. This was a this thing. is a like a bird's eye view car crashing game. So like Grand Theft Auto back in the day. Yeah. Nice. So like you're like you're basically kind of like with uh, Stella, you're using your finger and you're just kind of like depending on where you're at, like is where you, how your car turns. Ooh. Yeah. I played about five minutes of this game, and I was like, nope. <laughs> that sounds like a game that would make me need a new phone. It, 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 like, just the controls weren't great. Like, That's... use your built-in accelerometer or something, but don't make me, like, like, swipe my finger across the entire screen to steer my car. Yeah, my phone and, like, is the, the steering wheel. And, like, the point is that, like, you're, like, you're supposed to crash into other cars and... I mean, it's the, like, death race or something. That's what kills mobile games to me is controls, man. Yeah. So, that one I <laughs> I wouldn't really recommend to anyone. I don't know. It's definitely maybe not a dumpster. It might be a dumpster fire. I don't know. Ooh, dumpster fire. It's hard for me to give dumpster fires. You'd play it while you're pooping, but you'd throw it in with the poop. Play it while you poop. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I also watched Watchmen Episode 3. So, we'll, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um. I think there's a, a lot of cool new things in this episode. <clears throat> Can't wait to talk more about. Yep. TV talk. That will drop Wednesday? Probably Wednesday. Wednesday. That will drop Wednesday. I have to actually edit that one, yeah. so it takes me a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> what is editing? I don't know. We're doing it live. That's Ooh. right. Um, and that is it, I think, for our weekly recap. Let's recap. So let's jump the into news. the news. I'm seeing my sarcastic Luke. clapping in. Go, you're sleepy over there. Uh, we got a Jumanji 2 trailer. <coughs> I actually didn't watch it. Me either. I didn't know there was a new one. Yep. I was just forgot about it. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I need to watch that later. And then I saw it here in my notes. I never honestly, watched it. <laughs> I'm honestly just kind of like, I know I'm going to see it. I don't really. Yeah. I'm not in like a huge rush to see those trailers right now. Yeah. Same. It's kind of like the Witcher trailer when it came out. I was like, oh, cool. I'll watch that at some point. Mm-hmm. And you just watched it now. Yeah, I did you? just watch it right before this. Yeah, <laughs> thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I think yeah. it looks cool. It looks yeah, like a fun good. show. It, I think it did a better job of kind of explaining the 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 narrative and who the characters are for someone who's not in like well. Stephanie with doesn't the know anything about The Witcher, and yeah. she can watch the trailer and kind of get a like a grasp of what's happening in the world. So this is this <laughs> The Witcher is the show that will measure how much. My wife loves Henry Cavill because this show is everything that she would not want to watch. But man, does she love Henry Cavill! So I think if she'll watch this, I might be in trouble. But I don't know. I it's gonna take me some time to get used to his Geralt voice. Yeah, I don't know if I like it or not. I don't remember it. I'm really tired, guys. It's fine. <laughs> he kind of uh, just talks like this. I'm Geralt. I'm Geralt. My favorite my trailer novelty. of the week, though, has to be The Dragon Prince Season 3. I didn't even know this came out. I'm so excited. Guys, if you haven't watched Dragon Prince on Netflix... I'm really excited for Season 3, It's so three, good. And the second season, it's I feel like it's a little bit slower, but it does a little more of that world building. And I'm very excited. Season 3 looks like it's hitting the ground running hard. Good. So, Bring it. When nice. does it come out? More more dragons, more elves, more everything. Uh, November 22nd, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, only like two really weeks. <laughs> two, three weeks. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's really quick. I'll watch that in like 
half a day. I can't wait. Um, Any other movie or TV trailers worth mentioning? I got some game trailers. Yeah, there's some game trailers that came out. <clears throat> I don't. So we remember. had BlizzCon was yeah. this week. So we got Diablo confirmation f- of Diablo Four. Diablo Four, which we all—I mean, confirmation—it we all knew that Diablo Four was happening <laughs> after their blow up with Immortals last year. We knew that was. We coming. actually got to see. <laughs> A cinematic trailer. So again, still not. Was there gameplay of, at all? Not in the trailer, but separate of Diablo. Of Diablo, I believe. I saw some screenshots. Okay. At least. Yeah. I didn't see any other gameplay stuff, but I did see some screenshots. Yeah. Uh, it seems this one seems to be pretty brutal. Yes. <clears throat> by comparison to previous entries, so that's cool. I mean, that's kind of the thing now. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make a a demon oriented game, make it really hard. I feel like <laughs> brutal is the way to go, but. Whatever. It's what the people want. I guess. Feel that it's a little bit of a niche <coughs> genre, but you know, yeah. fill it. I was, I was kind of expecting to see like a Diablo two remaster. Oh uh, yeah. I know that was kind of heavily rumored, but nothing came of it. I think people. I think they knew what people wanted. Yeah. So, and then the big one for me, Overwatch two. I yeah really enjoyed Overwatch, and this is kind of back to like with Call of Duty. They're bringing in like co-op campaign missions, story missions. Um, you get to keep all of your stuff, like your skins and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, <clears throat> the the PVE route for Overwatch will be interesting. To it see. will. Uh, it'll be cool though, because I, I feel like Overwatch has a rich like lore. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really curious to see how they expand on that. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I'll <coughs> go into this one or not still. I didn't play the first one. I downloaded like a demo oh, like thing. Oh, like a trial yeah. weekend or something? But it was like, it had been out for like a year already. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm late. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. I it's, just a re- on. it's a really it's good solid. team. Shooters even. It is a shooter. In it's a like sense. an arena shooter. But yeah. You're, you're, you're definitely balancing with the rest of your team mm-hmm. what abilities you have and right. based on objectives and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, what other news you guys got? Uh, while we're while we're talking about video games, yes, uh, there were some job listings at Guerrilla Games that came out today. Yeah, <clears throat> they uh, have all but came out and confirmed a Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Yes. So if you're <laughs> the yes. caption for the, the announcement <laughs> was Horizon One Dawn, <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. Have you ever beat that game? No, it won't be. Horizon New Dawn, but I'm really excited for Horizon that. the First Dawn. I don't want to like Horizon, spoil where that name comes from in the game. Horizon Zero Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so I'm curious about. I'm really curious if like we're gonna leave that area and go like east or west or something. Yeah, because the current one kind of takes place in like the four corners of the United States. Mm. Um. So like, if maybe we'll go east, east coast. Maybe she's on this journey. I know, at the. It's a spoiler. It's been out for in like, the soundtrack. Yeah, there's a song. I don't want to spoil it for Tyler. I don't oh. care. In the soundtrack, there's a song called um, "Storm in the West" or something, mm-hmm. and it's an it's a post credit scene. Oh. So I'm guessing maybe we'll go out to California. Go maybe west, northwestern yeah. United States, Canada area, type thing. But gosh, I'm so excited. That was. It's a top five game for me. Like, I love that game. 
Yeah, I'm excited Plus to see what they do. That game feels <laughs> so much different than most open-world open games because that, that game is, all right, there's a giant robot T-Rex over there. I'm going to set up 50 traps <laughs> to kill this thing instead of just I'm going to shoot it forever. Right. To be really smart. I don't, I don't, I don't know any other games like that. Yeah. Plus, visually, it's awesome. So bring it on, especially if it's going to be PS5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're just me, getting started. Give me that ray tracing horizon mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Over in uh, over in Marvelville, we got confirmation go <laughs> that Peyton Reed is coming back for Ant Man three. This is really good news. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad they're making a third one. Yes. Yes. I'm. It wasn't in the slate, which was sad but to hear that the cast and we're getting the movie the cast is coming back and then also the director's coming back and i think he's a big part by why those movies are so good Mm -hmm. about why they have the heart that they do so i'm really excited for him to come back and i think michael douglas said when it's supposed to go into production today he was just talking about oh yeah he's like (laughs) oh yeah we're starting filming in like a year Everybody's like, what? <laughs> well, I guess we uh, need to say what we were going to say now. <laughs> Michael, Douglas, Michael Douglas is that like old cynical guy who's just like, yeah, I'm still working. Kinda. He's like, the, he gets he gets that email with all the marketing rules and stuff like this. Like, don't say this, don't say this. And he, he, he definitely didn't read it. Love you too, Mom. I also heard that he didn't know he was going to have to lend his voice to the What If show. Oh, really? That's oh. awkward. <laughs> well, what show? What if? Yeah, what show? <laughs> I think I'm portraying Michael Douglas is older than he actually is. But I can't tell anymore. He's been in too many movies at too many different ages. Yeah, with all or their, he's like good with all the aging technology. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna steal one of your news stories, Brett. Do it. Uh, Fantastic Beast Three. It's a release date of November twelfth, twenty twenty one. Yay. Woo-hoo. I'm excited. I am too. I like the Harry Potter world, so I'm down for another entry in that. Well, and one of the things they mentioned when now. they were talking about the release date was that it's it's not... Do they move it back so they can film a Flash movie? They mo- No. <laughs> but they moved it back so that they could get the story right because they they heard... They, took they the, heard the audience? They heard the, the audience after the last one. Okay. And so they're like, we're not sure they heard we're the not audience. giving you fewer movies, but we're going to like put this next one. We're going to get They heard the audience go, this is five movies, and this movie had two acts? Yeah. Where are, you, <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> where the other part of this movie What's go? going on? Yeah, Battle Rifle, I would agree that uh, Fantastic Beasts 2 was lackluster. I liked it. I did too. I thought it was good enough. I thought it was good. Like, good enough. Like, here's the good mark. It was right there, <coughs> right above it. Visual. I'm just enough of a Harry Potter fanboy that I want more, even though that one was lackluster mm-hmm. for me. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke, sorry, go ahead. You got a new story? You guys can. You guys got all of them. You guys. Another announced <laughs> uh, date: Spider-Man so into the Spider-Verse Two. Yeah. This. We all knew this sequel was coming, but thank God for this confirmation. If the sequel wouldn't have come, there would have been a riot. This was one of our, if not our favorite superhero movie of 20... What year was it? 2018? 
I will raise you. This is one of my favorite superhero movies. Of ever. all, sure, okay, yeah, no, I down, I'm down to have that conversation as well. Um, yes, it was 2018, and it, you know it didn't. Animated movies don't typically bring in the cash that your live action superhero movies are going to. So while it looked a little bit like it was a disappointment comparatively overall i think everyone knew it was a pretty big success and critically oh, yeah. a really big success so i'm just i'm happy we're should have been nominated for best picture also awards home that movie is hot lava fire <laughs> oh yes oh battle rifle in the chat aragon is the best film of all time you have no idea how much i love that book series and how much that movie breaks my heart <laughs> sorry chat is distracting that might have you know i i heard it in a podcast once like that might have been the movie that made me realize that not all movies were good that might have been mine oh really yeah like when you're when you're a kid and you start getting to high school yeah yeah like you're like oh that movie was awesome the movie was awesome the movie and you start like you watch movie and you're like that wasn't very good mine was fan four stick the movie's awesome that was not that long ago like what 20 15 2015 15 yeah I think Aragon was mine in Aragon high school I was may like may have been mine but that may have been it may have been that moment where I was too caught up in I mean too caught up in the fandom like I had set expectations and to be fair I don't think it met anyone's expectations I never watched That was it. one of the few books I've read but the first Aragon and I just remember they like totally spoil something from the end of the book oh. the second book maybe in the beginning of the first movie yeah, and I was yeah. like what did he do? <laughs> I think that's when I started wising up. The the mine started so late because I did not watch any movies in college for obvious reasons, but I just did not have time. Too busy getting them grades. Yeah. Yeah. No. Real too quick, I was too busy on the real quick rabbit field hole. playing quarterback. Yeah. So I had that was Luke playing football. I had a buddy <laughs> I was who the worked at the band. our local theater, which is like thirty miles away, because of course nothing is local and middle of kansas bfe and he he got me like he would he he you're allowed to watch if you work there you're allowed to like watch the movies pre-screen so he got me in to see that movie pre-screen dude total fanboys moment he sat down he's like oh but what if it sucked it was that so it was like it was super late so we got i got out at like because because it was the day I think it was the day before. Could you imagine how excited he was? No, I'm just picturing him after the movie, the the gif or the vine of that little kid sitting at the table. It's just like, like <laughs> it was that in the car for 30 minutes driving home. It was I had to like roll the window down because I was had to stay awake. It was cold. It was late. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyways, fun story. I'm oh sorry. man. I, Aragon I, sucks. I would pay to see that. Speaking of dragons. Okay. Hold on. Before you jump into <laughs> HBO Max. Slow your roll here, boss. Okay, go. Do go. the other one that you have before that. Oh, speaking of because dragons. Because HBO Max is going to be like a mini run here. S- speaking of dragons, the creators of Game of Thrones have. No, not the creators. Oh, the showrunners. The, the showrunners of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, Don't do Benioff George Wise, that way. I know, I'm sorry. They have officially parted ways with Lucasfilm and their Star Wars trilogy for now. Christmas came early this year, boys. 
I just I just loved all the articles like, oh, we're just too busy doing all this Netflix stuff. And I'm like, you were fired. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we don't want to upset fans. We, we don't feel like we can devote enough time to make the fandom happy. They already admitted they didn't know what they were doing on season of eight at some con or whatever. <laughs> they admitted they didn't know what they were doing with any of <laughs> Game of Thrones. And that, look, <laughs> whatever Game of Thrones was or ended up being as the show, that's, that's whatever. That's on them in terms of that was their creative decisions. Um, my guess is they probably sat down with Kathleen and whoever else at Disney Lucasfilm and Feige was probably there too. Real quick, figured out that <laughs> they can't just wing this. <coughs> um, Feige was definitely there because Marvel got Star Wars comics and we're uh, inking that deal with Netflix when they kind of figured out this wasn't wasn't going to happen. They were having the conversation while signing the back here. Yeah, it's just. Kind of also goes along with it. It's interesting what's going on with Star Wars right now. Yeah. Like, this is the fourth or fifth creative or creative team that's that's out. left. Yeah. Um, they've really only had... I mean, from start to finish, they've really only had two good working relationships. And I say working relationships... That's just between Lucasfilm and, which which is JJ, mm-hmm. um, and and Ryan, like both I'd of say those. John Favreau maybe too. Well, man, with Mandalorian, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just speaking movies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it is. A, it's an it's an interesting trend that they're gonna need to fix. I saw today. I think it might have been Bob Iger. Might have been Alan Horn. Not really sure. Cite your sources, I guess, whatever. Um, and he said that they're moving to a less is more philosophy with Star Wars. I think that's good. That's healthy for <laughs> them. Thank you. Thank you for finally picking up on that Lucasfilm. <laughs> well, and, you know, if if they can do, one, like, movies every couple of years, or, or give me a trilogy that's kind of like every other year, mm-hmm. here's a trilogy, and then fill those with Disney Plus shows... I'm all for that. Me too. Um, I think uh, Star Wars has always done really well on the small screen, and a lot of people don't know it, but its shows have been really good. And I think if they can uh, figure out that secret sauce and and make it really for more mature audiences, because their shows have been typically leaning in towards the, the younger audiences, they can make it more... The Mandalorian is a more mature take on the star wars universe in a show format so no i'm i'm excited i think you find you know you find a creative or creatives that you want to give a trilogy to doesn't even have to be a trilogy they can do a one-off they could do two movies if that's what if the, the story that needs to be told give them that let them do it. Don't be like, hey, you get a movie. You get part two of this trilogy. You get part three of the trilogy. Don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then do these other smaller stories on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Tyler, through your coughing, do you agree or disagree? 
I don't really care. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, no. I look. This is this is the way I view Star Wars, right? I love Star Wars. I'm gonna watch it regardless of what it is, even if I am not like Solo. I did not like that movie. I wasn't excited for it. Did I see it in IMAX? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. Yeah, you did. Because I like Star Wars. So, <laughs> you know, it it sucks that they're losing creative teams left and right, but. Eventually they'll they'll find somebody who sticks and, yep. and they'll put a movie out and whether it's good bad or not I'll still go see it so yeah. I just it's kind of one of those properties like like Harry Potter like yeah whatever I'll still go see it yeah I went yeah. and saw Justice League like, yeah <laughs> I can handle it so no I, it's yeah Star Wars all right I'll watch it take us away on this last story. So, no, 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 you were going to go to the Dragon route for HBO I, Max. I already did the Dragon route. So HBO Max did their Disney Plus thing a little more efficiently, I felt like, where they explained what is going <laughs> to be on their service on essentially, well, not launch day, but they talked Through about the what was in development. year, I think-ish. <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> yeah, and uh, there's some pretty cool announcements in there, and I figured we could kind of all go through and mention our favorite few. Uh, well, South Park is exclusive. No, <laughs> is it exclusively on HBO Max? Because yeah. that was like one of the ones I saw that it was on there, mm-hmm. but that was recently talked about pretty heavily because people were bidding a lot of money for it. Yeah, like, outrageous amount of money. So that's a pretty big deal for HBO to get. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a win in my. They opinion. got South Park exclusively. They got Friends exclusively. Yeah, the Friends one is Friends big one too. Is big. And then they got um, shoot, the animator. Yeah, they got the anime uh, Crunchyroll's helping with some stuff, but they got the dude who he, made like Howl's Flying Castle. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. They got him. They have exclusive rights to put those on the service. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. It's all good. Yeah, they got. They, that's a pretty big deal. <coughs> I'm so sorry, guys. You need to calm the heck down. I'm trying so hard. Uh, um, the, yeah. There's a lot. They announced a lot, essentially. Um, yeah. 10,000 hours of content. All about them content. So uh, one, one of the coolest announcements they made, and, and I don't know if you guys saw this one, but... Um, Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Mm. One of the coolest ones I saw, the, the Joker movie is going to be on there. Yep. I was like, dang, that's a pretty big... I mean, obviously, it's their property, and I get that. That's a pretty big pool to put mm-hmm. a movie like that that's going to probably rake in some awards this, yeah. this award season, and it's it's made a crap ton of money. I think it crossed $900 million this week. Um, yeah, I, that's pretty awesome, yep. in my opinion. I think that's cool. Um, obviously, I think I speak for all of us when I say we're excited about the DC properties they announced, minus Batwoman. There's the um, one DC property that wasn't announced that I'm disappointed. I know, and I know Luke's probably crying about it. Luke, I we no, just want you to know that I have the, no more tears to shed. The Snyder Cut support group meets on Thursdays. <laughs> we got you an invite. It's an exclusive club, but you're there. You and the nice cast can shake hands and be best friends. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Danny the Street movie. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah, that's fine. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was really funny watching the HBO Max announcements come out, and yeah. under every single one is like, release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> they should be banned from Twitter. If they tweeted that hashtag at HBO Max more than twice that night, 
they should be banned from Twitter. I agree. Yeah. It's um, one of those things where I hate that that's that group of people and that's what they do. I still really want to see I, I think HBO Max would be a great place for them to just be like, hey, I, here's our unfinished... I'd watch it. Here's our unfinished uh, Justice, uh, like original Justice League cut from Zack. I'd be super down. I'm fully behind Don't that. Don't call it the Snyder Cut. So. That would be hilarious. Justice League Snyder Cut. Like, <laughs> what? <coughs> I mean, they, do they call Donner's version of Superman 2 the Donner Cut? Or is it just the director's cut? I think it's just the director's cut. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I know that it's referred to as the Donner cut, but no, I think it was really cool to see that we knew we already knew this, but Doom Patrol season two will be on HBO Max. Yep, um, good on them to realize they have a good property on their hands and to to pick it up with a bigger budget and kind of run with it. Were they moving some of those other DC universe stuff? Over I think that as was well? the only one was Doom DC Patrol. Okay. Right now, I do think Swamp Thing finds its way on HBO Max. Yeah. I do think that DC Universe will be gone in the next year. And <laughs> It'll be a part sh- of HBO Max. Yeah. All those shows will be <clears throat> my, on Yeah, my guess all the production stuff, get, or movie, TV mm-hmm. stuff, gets gets kind of shuttled under HBO Max. It'll and have its DC Universe tab. keeps its comic book thing, and mm-hmm. it's just a little add-on. Yeah. yeah I, hey, you have uh, HBO Max here. Pay an extra $2, and you can get the comic all section. of our comics. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the DC stuff, they announced a uh, Adam Strange show. I can't remember what it was called. Strange Adventures. Strange Strange Adventures. Adventures. This sounds super dope. Yeah, and it's... (coughs) One reason I'm super excited for it is because it's a property that a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. about. Kind of like Doom Patrol. Which gives them the ability to take more liberties. Yeah, and it just... Mm, Yeah. It can be be weird. It can be goofy. It can be serious. They can do whatever they want with Mm -hmm. it. Um, which is going to be a lot of fun, and just the concept behind it, it's going to be a dude on an alien planet with a jetpack. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I think it's going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I imagine like a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of tone. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm just excited for like the first episode where he's trying to talk to the people around, yeah. and they can't understand each other. Well, and he just finally so. just gives up. He's he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then the big announcement for the DC properties... Um, DC superhero high. Yeah, yeah. From Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks, you know the <gasps> the well documented director. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that's a thing. Sure. From the director who brought Pitch Perfect two <coughs> comes DC superhero high, a movie about teen drama, TV show about teen drama. The Joker can't find his lipstick. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into that because I'll say something really dumb and get us all some trouble. Because uh, the first thing that came to mind is inappropriate. Uh, Pamela Isley is having large difficulties trying to start the Green Club. Nobody wants to join. There you go. Uh, but no, speaking of the Green Club, uh, Green <laughs> Lantern is getting a TV show on HBO Max. And I could not be more excited about that. Yeah. that's It's really exciting. It's a good place for it, I think. I, I, my initial guess is that most movie-going audiences would be skeptical of another Green Lantern movie, but especially from the same guy, flesh, flesh out uh, Green Lantern story over you know a, a show. Two things. First of all, if this was on any other channel, I would say heck no, <coughs> don't do this. But because it's HBO, 
I have faith. I have a lot of faith yep. because they are the people that have produced Game of Thrones, which is a gorgeous show. I know we complain about it all the time, but they gave us seven good seasons. Yeah. Um, second thing, um, give me a true detective in space, please. I think that would be super awesome. Give me a sci-fi true detective. I I think this will... We're going to way too early speculation here. <laughs> um, I think this Black is... Black Knight. <laughs> season one, episode one. Dude, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I think this will, will very quickly become... This, this is where I think Ricky Whittle fits. Mm, okay. I don't I think you. Ricky Whittle... I think I think they were like the writers of the Green Lantern movie, which was probably no longer going to happen. Mm-hmm. Was like, hey, we want Ricky Whittle, and I think Warner Brothers was like, yeah, well, we don't think he can carry a movie, which may be true. I don't know. He's a star's heavy budget TV show actor. It's probably a good place for him. It's probably where he's comfortable. Yeah. And they probably talked to Ricky Whittle, and they're like, what if we made you on an HBO Max TV show? And he's probably like. All right, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and like, I, I think Ricky Whittle fits here. I think that that's I think a it's great, great casting. Yeah, and you can you can bring in Hal Jordan as an older guy and have him doing his own thing, but show up every now and again. And I think you, you know, Guy Gardner in the same sense. Well, the Army Hammer rumors continue, right? <laughs> and I think I think this is a good way to introduce other lanterns that are around that are also human like you could do jessica cruz you can do simon boz which i don't think they will but you could you can you can do kyle rayner you can explore the spectrum yeah you can do more with this like things you don't have time for in a right. movie in like, a two and a half hour movie you cannot explore the spectrum of the lanterns you just can't it's maybe one or two but you can't do the whole thing you can have a strange laurel fleas episode yeah and then he's done yep one episode that's yep. all he needs Larflees does not need a whole season as a villain. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I just think that's, that's... I think Green Lantern works for TV. Mm-hmm. Not TV, but for HBO, streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, 10 episode seasons maybe? 8 yeah, to probably. 10, somewhere in that wheelhouse? Yeah. Don't go crazy. Just We kind of talked about it on the ride over because we were spitballing, but go to a planet. Be in space, but go to a planet. Go to a planet, do some investigating. Go to another maybe go planet. go out into space and... Shoot some lasers. Yep. Like, it doesn't have to be that <coughs> ridiculous, like, yeah. CG budget-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do a lot of practical stuff with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for it, though. I, I do think Green Lantern has a good story to tell, and I think TV is a good way to do it. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Is there any other shows on there that were... I know we just talked about the superhero stuff, but... Well, and then they, they dropped their Game of Thrones... Yeah, sequel yeah, or prequel. Yeah, 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 that's right. And Our, they canceled one. Canceled one. And yeah. So the 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 one that was already further along yeah. too. Yeah. yeah they had, had shot the pilot. Yeah. Must have sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I I would love to see that pilot, I think. That was the one I was more interested in at the time. You know, it wouldn't shock me if the pilot's on here. Yeah. Like on DC Universe they have the Aquaman TV show pilot. Like this is that's what's so great about these services is they can do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, hey, we shot this pilot, we ended up not ordering the show as mm-hmm. a series, but you can watch it here for your own enjoyment if you were just curious. Yeah, and Snyder Cut, same idea. Like, I think it's awesome. Good. Over time, maybe that <coughs> picks up steam and 
they right. can revisit it two years later and it mm-hmm. allows them a chance to trial and error things yeah does uh, amazon still do the thing where they let out their pilots for prime users and then they vote oh i don't know That's i never did dope. that yeah they used to be like here's three pilots vote that's a great idea i think that's like how the tick ended up being made because people voted for the tick yeah. and it's how the zombie land show did not get made because people are like this is trash <laughs> we got a second movie so it's fine yeah thank goodness um but yeah so we uh game of thrones or house of house of the dragon house of the dragon um set in the targaryen dun, dun, dun. era Hey, there's this one will happen because there's a book for it. And I have a feeling they're going to go in with the uh, the whole story structure probably uh, pretty well known. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we're ending, boys. As long as they've learned from well, and it's different showrunners. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm excited for a new take. Um, Benioff and Weiss were always very controlling mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones, for better or worse. I think we saw some of the better in the earlier seasons. Maybe we saw some worse in the the later season. Um, But I think just getting fresh new creatives to take on a a different story in that universe is exciting for me. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Um, Some quick more things. These are kind of DC related too, but um, it's going to have all the CW shows. After they're done airing, they're going to go on to the service. Um, Much like the Netflix deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's going to have the past 10 years of DC movies. So pretty much all the DCEU, and then some of the older stuff as well. But then every Superman and Batman movie, yeah, also it's awesome. So that's really cool. My uh, Dark Horse most excited thing about this is also they have the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Ooh, yes. yeah, that's, that's really a cool. that's a huge win. That's one I always wish I could find streaming somewhere. There's, yeah. It's, I, I it love that it show. used to be Nick at Night. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what he has TV anymore. <laughs> I love that show, man. I'm um, so excited about that. Another thing that's coming: there's going to be a, a Dune TV series, and I think it's connected to the movie. Really? I vaguely remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty. I'll sure have to it see is. the movie first to decide if that's something I'm super interested. Yeah. in. Yeah. I, I pick. Up I'm that pretty book. excited mainly because I really trust Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we have every reason to, right? I mean, yeah. He, he hasn't really put out a bad thing he hasn't <laughs> yeah. so i i pick up dune every time i go to like barnes and noble or a bookstore and i'm like man i should read this i have the audiobook of it it's and then so I put long it though i know i tried to i tried to listen to it. early on it was one of the try new things yeah, on, on this show yeah and i just that's how you i couldn't you get didn't like audiobooks. <laughs> yeah that's when i figured out like audiobooks are not for me but there's a lot of other stuff on the service. I think it's yeah. There's one, a ton of content. Ten thousand hours. It's one of those things when you look at it compared to something like Disney Plus. How much did Disney Plus have? I don't know, but I'm way more excited about the majority of the content for HBO Max. <laughs> I think Disney Plus has some really cool new things coming down the pipeline. Disney Plus has Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. HBO Max has and has their vault. Else. But other than that, I don't care about anything else on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm getting it for. For Disney, Disney. Star Wars, like <laughs> Star Wars and Star Marvel, Wars. yeah. Um, where this one has, it has a lot, a it's, way more diverse range of genre. It's got a huge library. And, I think, I yeah. think where Disney Plus will make its money that HBO Max, the money that Disney Plus will make that HBO Max does not, is for guys like this. Yeah, who has a child. Yep. Disney Plus will kill it in that. It's world. getting a Sesame Street awesome. show. They are getting a the Sesame not too Street. late show with Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> 
You that actually that sounds hilarious. You know, let's hey, I, TV you know, talk. Yeah, <laughs> because we've had because we've had HBO. Um, we've watched the new Sesame Street. It's been good. Mm-hmm. I, it's one of those things where I don't think any of the changes they've made are <gasps> horrible. I wonder if they make that Grouch movie. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome. Oh. Um, it comes out May 2020. Yep. Yep. HBO Max May 2020. So about seven months, six months. Yep. It's a little later than some of the other ones, but again, I just think because of its depth of library, it's, huge. it's yeah. gonna yeah. be fine. Um, it's gonna, it's 14.99. Yep. And then they were talking about something about if you already have HBO now, you get something. But I thought it said it's 14, like you get the price of 14.99. I was like, that's nothing different. Yeah. Same price as HBO. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's the same price yeah. of HBO, and you're just getting like a million nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine <laughs> more hours of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild, man. It's a pretty huge jump. Yep. So sign me up. Oh. Yeah, I'll be canceling some other services when mm-hmm. that one comes out because that one's pretty pricey. Yeah. Any other news? No. Let's move into our <coughs> big review of the week. Um, the King. I'll just sit here and try not to cough and die and maybe ask some questions. Yeah, Luke and I have seen it. Tyler has... is. I had a weekend. You did. I'll tell you that. No, you good. Um, so this is on Netflix, not out in theaters. If you're like, I haven't seen any marketing for that, that's because it's a Netflix movie. <laughs> We've talked about it a little bit. That said, I think this is one of the stronger Netflix movies. Oh, yeah. If not... Yeah. I don't. Well, they don't have a lot of. They don't have a lot of heavy hitters. <laughs> but this is this is a heavy Let's hitter. See, they've got Roma, The Fundamentals of Caring. I think those are the two good ones I've seen. Yeah, I've never I never saw Outlaw King. This is if you saw Outlaw King, and you're afraid that this is just going to be more of that, which I don't think that was a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's a whole another level above that. Um. This movie's really good. Yeah, I think in today's world where a lot of the medieval genre, and this is partially because of Game of Thrones, has been reduced to series, like t- TV series mm-hmm. that are really focused on like relationships and sex, and then there's like the, the violence, but it loses kind of that... Shakespearean heart of what medieval life was like. This is more the inner struggle of a brand new young king. Yeah, in that setting, and I think it does a really good job. I'll just say it's my favorite medieval movie of the last since Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I don't know how to judge that. I don't don't know what medieval movies I've seen since Lord of the Rings. Well, I was thinking (laughs) of like, so you've got... um, like the, the like the, the latest Robin Hood was like here's a modern take on medieval culture, and it and it, like that didn't work for me at all. Yeah, that movie was that movie is great. That's a guy if Rich, guy Ritchie's Robin. If Hood. you're on a plane, watch Robin Hood, or even uh, Ridley Scott's Robin Hood. Ah, like that one is trash. Is not so boring. Ugh. I just, fire. I just think a lot of people we had that we had that kind of string of medieval things. Probably because Lord of the Rings was really popular. The sword and shield and sandal genre. Genre, yeah. Is probably the hardest movie to make. It's not easy. 
That's for sure. Like they're they're far and few between. They're rarely made, and if they do come out, they're usually bad. And they they gain a lot of love over or time. Or they're racist, like a gods of Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Egypt, land of the white people. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold up! Somebody Hold should have pumped the brakes on that movie. Um, Actually, I've never seen that movie, so. But like Luke said. <laughs> It's way more personal than just, like, here's 16 different individuals and all of their armies clashing and this greater struggle. No, this is a very intimate story about King Henry the Fifth. 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 Um, there's too many King Henrys. King Henry the Fifth <laughs> and his desire to, like... Good one. <laughs> His desire to prove himself as king, kind of, in a way that's different than his father. Yeah, like he see, like he's he views his father as this a tyrant ish. Yeah, he's not evil. He's not evil, but he definitely he he lived for himself and not for the kingdom, not for the common man. Mm -hmm. And Henry's goal, at least at the beginning, throughout the film, I I think he kind of loses sight of it at some point, is to represent the man the common man in in a way especially on the battlefield that is not seen in that time Mm -hmm. or in that you know in that place Mm -hmm. yeah but let's do positives what did you like about it uh the cast Mm -hmm. really good specifically timothy chalamet yeah he's really good man this this honestly like it got me super pumped for dune yeah because I haven't seen a lot of Timothy Chalamet stuff. He's in Call Me by Your Name. I didn't see it, and like he's been in some really small, small stuff. stuff. And then he's casting Dune, and it's like, <coughs> can he do this? <laughs> he can do it. He can do it. He but can that, do it. That's he's really good. The, that's kind of the trend now, though. Is like you get these actors who do all these smaller like indie films to come into blockbusters, and they just kill it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Like that Robert Pattinson guy. Oh, never heard of him. Yeah, me either. He's also in this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's one of the stronger he, cast, but he's in he's in a very he, small role. He's yeah, he's a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say he's bad. I won't say he's good. I don't. It's confusing. It's well, I think so much of the talent is up on this level, and so him given what he was given to work with, I think it's fine. And also, his role is strangely comedic. It it is. And I, I think you know the scene. That I know scene the scene. In the mud. In the mud. Was so awesome. It was. Like, to see, like, the English's plan proven. Like, I don't It was great. To see it resolved like that was so cool. Yeah. And to see the just the horrible flaws of plate armor. Well, and it's, <laughs> you know, it plays on that, like, it does a good job of subverting your expectation. Mm-hmm. Because... You, you you think you know what's going to happen there, and you ex- you kind of expect it, and then all of a sudden it turns almost into this comedic thing, and then... It's kind of like, <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, no. And then it turns like that again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And, t- and the entire, that battle, the final battle, mm-hmm. is really good. It really reminded me, there were some shots that... The, the gritting dirtiness of it, <clears throat> and... Some very specific shots in it. You'll go. That's the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, yeah. 
which isn't a bad thing, I guess. It's a great, one of the best moments from Game of Thrones. Yeah. But you can't really overlook it. Right. It doesn't hurt it in the movie. It doesn't hurt it that much. Um, but but that, was a, that was a good battle. It's good, good speech. Yep. Oh, the speech was... Speech. 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 <laughs> really good. Um, I also thought it was really, really, really well shot. Yeah. There's a really cool extended take on the battlefield of Henry getting punched and mm-hmm. him punching other people and him stabbing and him getting smacked by a gauntlet and all this stuff and it was really long and that just seems so stressful like we like Zombieland 2. Yeah. It has one. It, there's four people in it in a <laughs> in a in a building. Yeah. Probably not as difficult as hundreds of people in the mud with all these props and you're fighting and you got to maintain the camera on this one character and there's animals involved and all this stuff like well done and then just some really well framed shots and yeah. angles and movements that i really liked too also i just remember yeah, like <laughs> this movie has a stellar cast yeah dude yeah. it's good i remember um like every once in a while like the, the camera would move in a way i'd just be like ooh. <laughs> yeah it's it's very well shot um mm-hmm. i think typically we think of netflix movies as like lower tier in terms of We're setting the camera here? Act. Right. Except for Roma. <laughs> Roma's an exception. Also, Roma not fully, like, Roma was bought after mm-hmm. production, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was Curon and just his master class and doing what he does best. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you definitely don't feel like this is, this is one that I would have, I would have enjoyed on the big screen. I would have loved to see this in theaters. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you guys know Timothy Chalamet was an interstellar? Yeah. I did not know that. He's the uh, the son. He's 15-year-old Tom. Yeah. Fun fact. Wow. <laughs> no wonder that movie's good. No, it's kidding. Um, but you had mentioned how the stacked is pre- the cast is pretty stacked. The yeah. stacked is pretty cast. Um, his The people that surround him as secondary characters are... Really, really well done. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Bendo, is, always bringing it. Always bringing it. He's, he's a little typecast at this point, but he still brings something he's new. And it. he's not around all that long. Yeah, sure. Be. Small role. Um, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Also, Joel Edgerton's co-writer. always really co-writer, freaking yeah. good, man. I love that guy. Yeah. and Him and the was, director wrote it? Yes. Okay. Yep, him and the director wrote this. That's uh, always Based cool. off of... The Shakespeare play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one, but... The one about King Henry V. <laughs> Stephanie didn't recognize Joel uh, at first. He looks very different from. Yeah. He's got that big beard. He's a little overweight. Kind of playing a that. little. <laughs> trying to make myself feel better. <laughs> he's playing that. He's playing that. That you know, like. I'm a drunk. I'm friend. a drunk friend, right? Um, but Love by the end, roles. you like Man, really he's get awesome. to see him. Smart dude. Yeah. And good actor. Again, yeah, good really actor. Good. Uh, the other one that stands out is Sean Harris. Yeah. Who, for the longest time, I was like, who is this guy? Is that the guy from Fallout? Fallout? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Ghost Protocol. Protocol. The last two Fallout, or the last two Mission Impossible films. It's not Ghost Protocol, it's four. Gosh dang it. Um, Rogue Nation? Rogue, Rogue Nation, Nation yeah. Uh, Boom! Yeah, he is. He's great, b- mostly because the whole conflict is 
Timothy Shalom or King Henry mm-hmm. and his desire to do things his way, but understanding that there are these influences pulling him mm-hmm. each and every way and how he balances those with people that he trusts or doesn't trust and people who have been there for a long time or not so long, who had relationships with his father. Um, and yeah, Harris, he's there throughout the whole movie and it's re- he does a really good job. One of my favorite scenes, and I can't really go into it too much because we're not going to do spoilers. One of my favorite scenes is the last scene in the movie. Yeah. Just... It's kind of a moment where a character really does what you want him to, mm-hmm. and it surprises you when they do because yeah. you're like, "Oh, they're not going to do it." Oh, they did it. Oh, and it's really well done too. The acting in that scene was so good. Uh-huh. I'll probably watch it this week. I feel bad because I didn't watch it, but no, you're all good. I had um, a lot going on. Do we have any? Any? I, we've pretty much. Praised the crap out of it. Any yeah. any like little shortcomings, things uh, that could have done I thought better. It, I thought it had some some small pacing problems. Sometimes yeah. they're like really booking and cutting really quick, um, <coughs> and they're moving the story along really quick, and then it really slows down. I, I really think... long extended scenes. Here we go. 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 Slows down. I think medieval movies in general have a problem with pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes. That's the first issue I have with those kind of movies is pacing. It's yeah. always pacing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is. Maybe because the stories are typically pretty big mm-hmm. and there's a lot to it. Um, but it's a pretty common theme amongst medieval films. Yeah, I, I'd agree <clears throat> that like, I feel like the first act of this is kind of a sprint. We go through a number of little character arcs. Once Mendo not a spoiler. Yeah. Once Mendo dies, Mi- ben I felt like it kind is, of slowed is down. Henry the Fourth. So yeah. his dad. So like to become king, he has to die. <coughs> um. But once he died, I felt like it really, really slowed down. Not really to a detriment. But it's there, just there's like a whole there's a whole thing with with Henry's not not Mendelssohn Henry but uh, Charlemagne Henry his brother. Yeah. That just happens completely. Like, there's a great scene in the movie. Then it's like, we're back in London or wherever. And then all of a sudden, something happens off off screen and we're just told about it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, uh, it didn't feel real satisfying. And that's when it kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Because because we were getting into the, okay, well, now dad's dying and we got to be the play the politics and back and forth. Yeah. But, but I don't have any huge issues with it no i, I can't I minor can't nitpicks yeah small little things and you go oh, yeah. maybe maybe uh pattinson's accent every once in a while gets yeah. a little little <laughs> but again he's kind of playing that comedic character so it almost works in mm-hmm. a way so. I'm, I'm wondering in it he's like i like to speak english do you know french and like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but for yeah. sure he knows french Probably smart not guy. even like he didn't just learn it for this movie Guarantee he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't want to speak English. Yeah. Um, what do you rate rate it? What do you rate this movie as? I give it fanboy worthy. Yeah. I'll give it a fanboy worthy as well. As a kind of a <coughs> Martin Scorsese cinema piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also like if you're it's like a light 
Braveheart-ish kind of. Like, yeah. Braveheart is like, oof, epic. This is much smaller. It's a smaller epic. It's a, it's a little baby epic. <laughs> Could fit in my hand. A little it's miniature. A baby shark. No. Epic. <laughs> no sharks in the movie. Sorry. They do go Alligators? across the channel. They could have had opportunity for they, they, they didn't there. show it. They didn't. Nope. You know, they show. Don't tell. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree. I think that it's it's a, like, it's not as, like I, like I said in the beginning, it's not as overly sexualized as what a lot of the medieval shows have become. It's a little graphic in terms of its gore violence. and violence not that bad not at terrible all. especially compared to much of what else is out there um no i think this is a this is a good refreshing take on that medieval genre mm-hmm. and in shakespeare mm-hmm. um i know Sweet. some people are a little complaining about it's, it's not true to, it's the, not source true to the source material i don't want to see the <coughs> if it's if it's called whatever that play is and you're specifically just doing that play word for word, great. If not, let it be its own thing. Yeah. Let it be inspired by. So. Good flick. Good Sweet. flick indeed. I'll, I'll probably watch it this week and report back on that. Yeah. Nice. I hope so. Let you know what I think. You'll like it. I probably will. <laughs> I, th- I remember the, watching the first trailer and I was like, yo, this movie looks dope. So. Guys, good we got good some, music, We too. got some fan box clips. Mm. Thank you all for showing up and sending us some good cues this week. And hopefully we can provide some good A's this week. Yes. Let's jump right in. <coughs> At Shorts King, Joel asks, Will you watch any Star Wars movies to get prepped slash hyped for Rise of Skywalker? If so, when will you start? My wife and I will watch all ten and have already started. You guys going to watch? Oh, well, I can tell you. We're definitely gonna watch episodes seven and eight. Yep. Because we spoiler have, alert, <laughs> we are already planning. We have a date set to watch Force Awakens and yeah. record a commentary for our uh, November and December movie commentaries. Mm-hmm. We're doing Star Wars seven and eight. We're so. getting ahead of the game this time. Yeah, instead, instead of at the last second. Right, right. So you guys are gonna get to hear. I am very excited for Last Jedi just because. Just because of where we all fall on that movie, so. Well, if I'm as tired as I am tonight, I might fall asleep during it. Oh, I'm gonna so. be, I'm gonna be sitting next to you. No, I'll probably be drunk because it's the only way I'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Love I'm it. Just, I'm just kidding. I, yeah. Um, I will. I probably won't watch any others, honestly. Seven and eight. For I'll me. probably just watch seven and eight. So I've committed to watching all of them with my brother, who's never seen a Star Wars movie. <sighs> You're the man. And I'm really excited about it. You know, like, again, I kind of talked about it with Harry Potter, but, like, it'll be cool for him to experience Star Wars, like, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, so, actually, I was with Hunter when he told Luke he had never seen one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, Luke's going to grill him so hard. And Luke was like, dude, I'm really jealous. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, Luke, you failed me. You're supposed <laughs> to grill this, dude. No, dude. And Luke was like. I wish I could go back and watch Star Wars for the first time yeah. again. So, we'll, we're I'm gonna watch four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, and eight. Good. Leading up to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's been a little over a year since I've done that, so I'm excited to do it again. I guess I might, if, but there, the reason I probably won't is because there's so many shows coming out. Yeah, I won't have time. Yeah. 
Like, I Fallen see... Order is coming out. Mandalorian is coming out. The Witcher is coming out. There's I... so much stuff coming out and other movies that I want to see that are new. Yeah. Uh-oh, guys. We're on my TV at home. Yeah. <laughs> name that movie. <laughs> yeah, name that movie. It's the What the Fanboy podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, yeah, thank you, Joel, for that question. Uh, Ray's clone. <laughs> He's on board with you. Joel's on board with you. Joel yes. likes that theory. Uh, at Leroy Kelly asks, rumor has it that Halle Berry will be playing a major villain in MCU's Blade. And I'm all for this. What are your thoughts? I'm always down for Halle Berry. And <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always down to see Halle Berry. On as screen. long as she has more to do than they gave her a storm <laughs> for crying out loud. So, yeah, I'll echo that. Halle Berry is a like a super talented actress and my like what she's been given in superhero movies has just not been good enough for her Mm -hmm. and so if they can give her something on the you know caliber of what i don't know they gave uh i'm just waiting for her john wick spinoff movie yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, she, yes. that's all I want. Man, she was so awesome. I was really disappointed when she did not right. stay in the movie longer. Golly, that was such a letdown. That spinoff would be dope. Give me a spinoff and put her in four. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, I, I, what I was saying is, like, if you give her the quality of content you give someone like Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther. Or Magneto. Or Magneto in any of the X-Men. Who's been in, like, ten movies now. Yeah. Like, she can do amazing things. Mm -hmm. So, very excited about that. Yeah, I'm with you. As long as she has something to do, I look forward to it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, At Ragashigo asks... Oh, and Luke, this one's for you, because you're the only one who's seen Terminator. What are the three best best and three worst things about Terminator Dark Fate? (sighs) This is going to be tough. Um, Three best things... Ugh... Has this person seen it? All right. First no. thing, opening scene. I don't um, think so. Second thing, um, Linda Hamilton. Uh, third thing. Uh, this is too hard. There's uh, action good. sequences, but it has more than good th- three good things. Uh, three Gab- worst things. Um, overused. <laughs> what? I said, how's Gabriel Luna? He's good. Yeah. Okay. good um, he's a Terminator, so most of it is. <laughs> um, three worst things overused goop effect mm-hmm. um, spotty CGI and the Arnold nah dude he's good <laughs> maybe felt a little long I guess okay could have been trimmed just a yeah. little. Oh, no, 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 no. I take everything back. The uh, soundtrack, bad. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, barely any use of the Terminator theme. Oh. Who did bummer. it? I don't know, and I don't care. They failed me. <laughs> they failed. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay. Uh, at, over at Pronounce. Thank you, uh, Raga, for that question. Uh, at Pronounced Ian asks, or says, yesterday was national... Sandwich day, and Popeyes brought back their chicken sandwich. Some people even waited in line, including this guy. Him, not me. <laughs> he has two questions. One doesn't make sense. Who has the best chicken sandwich? That one makes <clears throat> sense. Let's answer that one first. Chick fil A. 
I've had both, and they're too different. They're both super good. I'm sorry that's a cop-out answer, but that is the truth. Go watch the Barstool review of the chicken sandwiches. If it's a if it's a regular chicken sandwich, I'm going to go out on like a crazy limb. I'm going to say Wendy's. Wendy's is in the Barstool one, too. I really like Wendy's. Um, the, but that review is hilarious. if it is the spicy chicken sandwich, it's Chick-fil-A. I was going spicy, and I was comparing... All, Chick-fil-A and Popeyes. Practically so. all I eat is is spicy, but they are so different. I don't even understand how people can really compare them. It's like comparing pizza to hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> they're not both... really because they're both chicken sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Why did it take Popeyes so long to put bread or like put their chicken on a on two on, buns? On buns? It's like. Uh, no, that won't work. I was going to say comparing boneless wings <coughs> to bone-in wings. I love both. They're completely different. Okay. Some people will have a huge hissy fit about that. Ian's second question <laughs> second question is definitely uh, directed at me. Why does Brett... Oh, no, 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 no. No, keep going. Sorry. Why does Brett hate mayo? I, I informed Ian this last week that I dislike mayo, and I, apparently that blew his mind. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like mayo. Um, so from what I understand, Brett, you are a condiment communist. You share sure. all your commu- com- condiments <laughs> with everybody? <laughs> communist? <laughs> no. Who doesn't like mayo and must have hit his head to think relish is a condiment. What's next? Salsa is a salad dressing? <laughs> he sent me this <clears throat> on oh Twitter my Lord. to give you a lot of crap. Yeah, he And did. I totally forgot to do it last week. And when I saw this question today, I was like, ooh, I failed him. Um, yeah. I, he lo- I, think I, I think I lost it because he said go Bruins, and I like uh, the Capitals. Yeah, so yeah. I can't get behind that. Okay, no, so, th- <clears throat> so there was another question, though. That kind I don't of like this, mayo either. This came from. Yes. Okay, thank you. I do. Do you consider relish a condiment? I don't eat it, so a I don't major, care. A major condiment. Dana called me a condiment communist. <laughs> Stop watching and hating on me, Dana. Where do you go, Dana? Uh, do I consider relish a condiment? Is it like a major... Like, obviously, you can put it on something. It could be classified as a condiment. But would you, like... Name, name five condiments. Would you even think of relish? Well, I mean... No, relish because is, I don't eat it. Yeah. Relish That's, is always available though, like at for like a hot dog stand. Yeah, yeah. See, like there I you. like I think of a hot dog stand, and I think what condiments they have. They have ketchup, they have mustard, they have relish. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, ah, no, I don't know. Yeah, those are the three I think of at a hot dog stand. But I'd also maybe say barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. What is the difference between a sauce? No, we're they were getting down a rabbit hole. Never mind. No, no, no. Ask your question. What's the difference between a sauce and a condiment? What's the difference between a sauce and a dressing? <gasps> Do you guys say chocolate syrup or chocolate sauce? Syrup. I say syrup too. Syrup. Yeah. <laughs> I know somebody who hey, says. Hey, give me this chocolate sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who call it chocolate sauce, and it makes me laugh every time. Oh, I love it. I think, <laughs> can you grab me the chocolate sauce out of the fridge? I think I know what I'm going to start calling it now, though, because I've never heard that. Chocolate sauce? Yeah. Hey, give me that chocolate sauce. <laughs> I don't ever use it, but. Oh, yeah, it thank you, sense. Ian, for those questions. Uh, Brendan underscore KU14. Luke, Luke is popular tonight. Yep, this one's for Luke. 
I beat The Last of Us and have to, and have to ask Luke how it's one of his favorite games with the shooting aspects of the be game being so hard to master. It feels broken to me. The story, amazing. The stealth aspect, I really liked. The shooting, and then he did the vomit. <laughs> okay. It's my favorite game because it's the one I like the most. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what you're telling me is though, that either you didn't either you didn't find the shooting mechanics that bad or... The story the and story everything else is so, good enough. The story was so good that you can... Um, both. You know. Okay. I think he's really, really laying into the exaggeration there. They're not garbage. Mm -hmm. It's a Naughty Dog game. I don't know if he's played um, Uncharted. Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Play those and then go back to... Because those uh, came Last out before Us. Last of Us, right? Yeah. Last yeah. of Us is also from 2013. It's Yeah, it's older. Also... Like six years old. I'm not gonna say least. the controls for that game are great. The action controls, but also you're not really supposed to be running around shooting that entire game. It yeah. is a stealth, sneaky, story-driven game. Like those are the most important parts. Um, story does outweigh gameplay for me. Um, no, that I think is bad, but um, I would kind of compare it to The Dark Knight in a way. The action in that movie isn't that good. That's very true. Mm, I see what you're saying. But that is a lot of people's favorite movies. Yeah. Favorite superhero movie. Yeah. When Christian Bale's walking around elbowing people and it's slow and it's boring. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing for that is how I would compare it. Oh, there you go. Um, Sometimes yeah. mechanics aren't everything. Yeah. They do really help when they are really good. Yeah. But for me, <clears throat> story and specifically writing, mm -hmm. I've never played a game, maybe Red Dead 2, with writing that is <coughs> just doesn't belong in a video game because it's good. Yeah. Like it belongs in a an HBO show. Yeah. Or Ooh, an, an Aaron HBO. Sorkin movie. Like it's on a different level of a video game. An HBO <laughs> Red Dead show? Ooh. I mean, sorry. You just got my mind going. That would be dope. Yeah. Plus, also, giraffes, baby. All the giraffes. He, he knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Thank you, uh, Brendan, for that question. Last question of the night from Seabowl TV. Let me just preface this with I'm so sorry in advance. What is your favorite kind of pie? I don't like pie. Um, peanut butter pie made by my mom. I guess chocolate pie because it's pudding. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't like pie. I don't like. I don't like fruit pies. Um, fruit. <laughs> oh no! Fruit should be eaten. We're gonna lose so many followers. Raw. <laughs> and uh, unbaked. Um. That said, I really do like uh, like chocolate pudding pies or... You're a meringue guy? Meringue and pudding guy? I don't know what meringue is. Like a lemon meringue pie? No, it's like, that's it's fruit. like the end of The boomerang. word lemon is in it. Actually, I don't really It doesn't like, like have lemons. In I know. I just don't really like lemon flavor. Meringue is a boomerang without the boom. <gasps> a little less boom. Uh, yeah, so I'll say chocolate. Blew my mind. I'll say chocolate pie. There's the boom. <laughs> Boom. 
Boom. That's our show. Dana didn't have a question, but she wanted to say that she wants to give the Harry Potter Lego game a thumbs up. Oh. Nice. That's been we have the 50 whole se- 15 second review from Dana. We yeah. have the whole collection of Harry Potter games on Lego for the Switch, and she's been going ham sauce. Logan nice. is in Lithuania. He can't give us a 15 second review. He currently. cannot give us a 15 second review. <laughs> Guess my brother's going to have to fill in at some point. Hunter, where are you? We need you. <laughs> um, thank you guys for watching this week. Thank you for listening. We always appreciate the listens and Absolutely. the views. Absolutely, I love. We love interacting with you guys on the YouTube chat. Um, you can mm-hmm. watch the show live Mondays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, mm-hmm. um, and join join in on the conversation. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Other We've places. had total side episodes going on in our chat before. Like That's absolutely true. Yeah. Full chat that I could not follow. Yep. I just closed it. <laughs> it's getting too distracting. Too distracting. Um, you can follow us on social media, mm-hmm. on Instagram and uh, Twitter, at WhatTheFanboy. Mm-hmm. Did you almost just say Facebook? I almost did. Fun fact, we have a Facebook page. Oh. It's hidden. <laughs> Nobody can take the name. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Maybe we need to step up our Facebook game. Um, but you can find all of our stuff um, at whatthefanboy.com. Mm-hmm. Lots of links there. Lots of links for wherever you want to listen or watch. And the merch. And the, the merch. merch is there. Go click on whatever you feel interested in buying. It'll take you right to the store. Really easy to order uh, there. Yep. Um, also, don't forget, or if you haven't heard, we are going to be at Air Capital Comic Con. On the 16th and 17th of November. Yep. Um, come battle gonna... me in Pokemon. <laughs> he really wants to play people in Pokemon. He does. So very come do it or else I'm going to have to do it and I don't want to. Um, we are going to have a live show. Saturday the 16th at yep. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. In the big room. The I don't know what they're room. actually calling it, but it's the big ballroom. I think it's the only room where there's actually <coughs> things Balls. happening. Well, we, in the room. <laughs> there will be balls in the room. There will be six of them, <laughs> at least. They're bringing oh. six pokeballs. Yeah, to that's Pokemon typically with? how many you carry. Oh, okay. six Pokemon. Well, I don't know. I don't play Pokemon. <laughs> noob, uh, you are a noob. It's okay. Um, also, quick shout out um, to one of my oldest friends. I don't really know when we became friends. Maybe when I was like eight months or something. Um, he let me know on Facebook that. The IMAX Star Wars tickets were on sale when yeah. I stopped paying attention for a bit. So he's the reason that we got good seats. Shout out to you, Ryan. You're awesome. Shout Love out, you. Ryan. Thank you, Woo. Ryan. Um, but yeah. Out there. But you're not as loud as me. No. Oh, I'm never as loud as you. You're in here with Even me. when I'm tired. <coughs> but until next week, thank you guys for watching, listening, subscribing, all the things. We'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Sorry for coughing. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.